Studios is bumming with Bobcat with your host, Bum Wine Bob. All right, all right, all right. This is Bum Wine Bob coming at you with an all new edition of Bumming with Bobcat. And you know, don't look now. The summer is creeping and crawling to an end. While you know, 2020 has been a uh, interesting year to say the least. The one thing that we can hope is for sure is that the 2020 NFL season will kick off on time and on schedule. It's been different this year without any preseason action, you know, to keep track of players and teams and what's been going on in training camps. But the one thing you can always depend on is every year we have a special guest joining us to break down the upcoming NFL season. And there's only one man for the job. He, he's back. He's back in the saddle again. Captain Crude is here with us. Crude man, how you doing? Hey, bum wine bop. It's been a while. I know, I know. The last time we chatted, it was right before Super Bowl time. And here we are now, the end of August, getting ready for the 2020 NFL season to kick off. And uh, time times have changed quite a bit since uh, since late January, early February. <laughs> Yeah, the usual 80-year reboot. But the NFL will happen, according to Roger Goodell. So we are in good shape, I guess. That's what they say. They say it's going to happen. Things are... They have plans. They have contingency plans. They have everything lined up. So, you know, the, the annual crude NFL preview post... By the time you listen to this, we'll be up at bumwinebob.com to go along with the the Bumwine Bob NFL preview post. And I mean, to get things started off, I mean, any uh, any hot takes you have, you know, going into the season. I mean, I know we'll break down the the whole preview, but I mean, anything you want to get off your chest first before we uh, we get yeah, into I'm it. Like- yeah, I'm like the uh, verbal gold sheet, and that is for old school gamblers. Because I said this last season to go with the Packers, and they went 13 and three. So if you went with them every game, you were in the money. And you know, I said that last year. It's there. It's 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 in the archives. You can check it out. The 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 tape. The tape. The tape. The tape doesn't lie, folks. You can go back to listen to yeah. it. <laughs> And I'm going to say it again. Watch out for the Packers. But should they not get to the championship game, it's curtains for, you know, uh, Mr. Rogers. 
Rogers with a D. Yeah, Rogers with a D. <laughs> yeah, no, that definitely with the Packers, it's been a uh, you know everybody kind of hopes every year, like you said last year, you were going you know picking the Packers, you know, and they always get so so close. Everybody is always like the hot pick, but something never you know goes right towards the end of the season for them. So it's always a rough one. And the team to lay off is definitely the Buccaneers. All bets are off. I would not put any kind of money towards that team on a parlay, getting a teaser, anything. You got to be nuts. I mean, that's that's not the team to bet on. You got to be like, oh, Tom Brady, forty fucking three, man. <laughs> what do you think he's going? Yeah, and he's got like Gronkowski, Mister. He's like the six million dollar man. I mean, they've they've tied him back together how many times? He sat out a year plugging CBD products. Now he's back after a year. When a guy sits out a year, he doesn't come back at full strength. So it'll take it'll take Gronk probably about six weeks to get back to normal. They're trying to assemble this big, uh, you know, spread offense in Tampa Bay. It's a, it's a swamp out there. Come on, don't uh, gamblers stay away from Tom Brady. He he doesn't have the Patriot way behind him anymore. Yeah, don't don't fall into the trap. I mean, people are going to see yeah. see Brady and say, "Oh man, it's Brady, man. He's, he's he's always been great." But yeah, Brady on the Patriots is totally different than Tom Brady on the Buccaneers. I mean, it's oh, yeah, it's a different different uh, way of life out there in, in Tampa Bay compared to what what Belichick is running in New England. I mean. Uh, We'll see. We'll see now for sure what what Brady can do. Yes, I know. You know he's he's in his forties. I mean he's he's older. I mean, but we'll kind of see some of the uh, where the last few years a lot of you know smoke and mirrors with Brady and see how he really fares out there in a new offense. And he's got to he's got to play. Let me see. He's got to play. Uh, what division is he in again? I'm trying to think. <clears throat> He plays New Orleans twice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the yeah the uh, NFC uh, South there, yeah. And that'll be a great game. I mean, Brady against Breeze, like the old 2000 draft against the 2001 draft. Yeah, 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 right there, yeah. You know, what the hell is going on? It's 20 years ago. What's wrong with these guys? (laughs) Uh, What's wrong with these guys is the paychecks. I mean... You you know, when you're getting paid a million and a half dollars every season to be quarterback, yeah, you're going to get the snot knocked out of you. But after tax as an agent, you're still making about $12 million. And uh, who's going to pass that up? Like Breeze, he's got a ring. You know, Brady's got six rings. What are they doing this for? It's the cash. Don't believe anything else. Why is Brady doing this? It's the cash. Tampa Bay is going to be riddled, you know, with Tampa. T-O-M-P-A T-shirts if he wins a couple games right off the bat and guess who gets a cut of that yes Tom and not his supermodel wife and that'll boost his ego pretty well (laughs) yeah pretty much I mean all these players I mean they're gonna they're playing for the big money and they know I mean I mean to get another 12 million or so to you know lace up the cleats for another season I mean as long as somebody's gonna be paying you uh, you might as well, you know, take the cash and, and keep playing if you still can. It's entertainment. That's what it is. Uh, but it's fun to watch, I tell you that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to harp on Brady anymore. He's in a different He's in a different conference. He's, he's, he's away from the AFC. And 
you know, being a Raiders fan, and I make this perfectly clear for all these years, I'm not a Tom Brady guy whatsoever. So. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, I know, I know you aren't, you know, you know, I'm not as a, as a Jets fan. I'm I'm happy that he's finally gone and out of the AFC East. So I have that, you know, very slim glimmer of of hope that the Jets could, you know, turn the corner. But as you said in your preview post, as long as you have Adam Gase running the ship for the Jets. Uh, I don't foresee any uh, Super Bowl or even you know playoff aspirations from the Jets. I'll give them. Uh, I'll give the New York Jets a nine and seven this year because Gase, I think, got the uh, the fish to about nine and seven or eight and eight or something like that. But uh, the players don't really like that guy. I mean, he's he's screwing Donald hard. Donald is not a bad player. I mean, he, he got mono. I mean, what the fuck is that? But you know, it's like you put the pieces around Donald, you're going to be all right. But Gase, he's a flaky dude. And I, I swear he's strung out on something. There's no doubt about it. <clears throat> oh, yeah, you can look at him. And you can you can tell something. Something's not right half the time with him. Yeah, Gase is an enigma. I mean, when you get hired by, like, a New York team and you get paid the big money, you are something special, or they think you are. I don't know what kind of line he said to the, the Johnson family. I, you know, I have to sniff at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woody Johnson. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's just funny, you know, but, you know, the Jets, and you're a Jets fan for your whole life, probably, and I used to go see the Jets uh, in the 1970s, believe it or not. Uh, I saw Joe Namath play back in the day, and I think I've said that before, but my dad was a huge Jet fan because he hated the New York Giants. I don't know why. Uh, but Jet fans have suffered a long time, and those two championship games 10 years ago are ancient history. Oh, yeah. You know, you need something now. And now it's, it's a little weird that they can't fill a stadium with their fans to boo them. So I figure they're going to go like at least nine and seven, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I can, yeah, I mean, I, I could see that. That's definitely a possibility, you know. I mean, they they showed some some hope, you know, last year in certain games. Some some games were just you know dreadful, but that's you know the the jet way of you know playing great for three and a half quarters and then it all falls apart, you know, within the last five minutes. I mean, I'm used to that, you know, my entire life being a being a Jets fan. But I mean, yeah, I you know I watch my games at a bar in East Rutherford, New Jersey, where the Jets play their home games, and the Jet fans in that bar when they they have their usual late game collapses. I mean, damn! I mean, you thought somebody died. Yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> it's tough. It's it's, it's brutal. Tough. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you, I'll be the only Raider fan in that bar, and they're just laughing at me afterwards. But you know what? Hey, I don't give a shit. You know, it's it's, it's all the same to me. We got three rings, so you know, I got your back. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I I, pre- I appreciate it. I, I know I, I can always count on you for for the uh, the moral support when it comes to. No, to I mean that. I was I was brainwashed as a kid, a little kid, four or five years old. At Shea Stadium in New York, in actually Queens, New York, by my father to be a Jets fan, and I didn't like it, and I became a Raiders fan. So, and the Jets were pretty bad back then. So, 
<laughs> that's uh, that's the that's the real story. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, now I want to ask you. I mean, what are you uh you you drinking tonight? Do you, will you have anything special you're uh you're sipping on tonight? It, it wasn't sipping. It was shots. It was climax moonshine tonight. Oh, okay, okay. Any uh any special uh, f- uh flavor? No, it's the straight up moonshine. It's not the uh the none, none of the different flavored varieties apple. of it. Yeah. 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 Fuck that. No, yeah. That's what uh, I figured. I figured I figured with you. When you said it was just straight up moonshine, I was like, I figured it was just the classic, you know, you know, no no frills, nothing nothing fancy, just straight up moonshine. Yeah, you gotta do your shots. You're not pouring that on the rocks or pouring that in a, in a uh, rock glass. Yeah, Climax is the best tasting moonshine I've ever had. Yes, I'm from New Jersey. I've never had the real shit from like North Carolina or, or the South. Yeah, like people are people are brewing the themselves. Yeah, uh, it, it's really tasty stuff. It doesn't it doesn't rip your throat to shreds. Uh, thank you, Tim Smith. You know that guy from Moonshiners. He does make a quality moonshine for thirty bucks a bottle. Not bad. Yeah, I think uh, I had. I had once one time I think I had I forget what but it was one of the flavored ones uh, I know and this was probably a while back that I had some of it and I remember it not being that bad you know compared to you know what you would think of having moonshine um, but definitely I had I had a friend of mine who's I think his grandfather you know you know made his own moonshine it was some apple pie moonshine yeah apple pie and uh you know the homemade stuff and that that was pretty good i mean you got to give people credit that can take the time to to brew their own uh moonshine and get it to be uh tasty so uh but yeah i'll I'll have to you know maybe one of these days when i'm out there i'll swing around and uh pick up some of the uh uh, the classic with the uh with the dog on the uh sticker yeah yeah, not yeah. There's a dog on a sticker. No joke. Yeah. <laughs> Great shit. I get it right here in uh, the town I live in, and he stocks it. He knows I buy it. That's the thing, you know. Like the guy sees me come in. Oh, it's over there. You know. Yeah, so, see, yeah, hey, we got it. You know? We got it restocked for you, man. Go, go, pick out a bottle or two. Yeah, that that's my tip of the day for the upcoming uh, football season. Getting good with the guy at the liquor store because they'll treat you right. You know, you always got to get in good with that guy swinging the, you know, the booze. It's just a, it just has to be. It is. I mean, I, I always enjoy it. I mean, I always like going in and when you have, well, if you go into a liquor store that has a guy behind there that is, you know, personable and will, you know, uh, take talk with you about stuff. I mean, that's always fun to, you know, say, hey, what do you got here, this and that, then they kind of, you know, get to know you and, and what you like to drink and, you know, say, okay, just start dropping some hints, you know, you say you got to start picking up, you know, some of this stuff, start saying, hey, you know, can you find any bottles of, you know, Night Train in, in, a, in a warehouse somewhere that's been <laughs> that's been forgotten about that that you, that you can, yeah, you can you- sock up for us? <laughs> Yeah, you gave me that tip to go on uh, Route 46 here in New Jersey to pick up Thunderbird. And mm-hmm. I went down there on a day off, and it was like, I said, hey, a friend sent me here. And the guy kind of looked at me funny, like, what the fuck, you know? Like, <laughs> you're you're going out of your way to come here to pick this up? It's like, well, yes, it's yeah. it's legendary. Come on. 
I mean, he, he was happy to sell that, that bottle. I think it's six bucks now. You know, he wanted, I forgot what it was, but it was like, God damn, Thunderbird, six bucks, I can get a, a, a barefoot cheaper. You know, I'm like, Jesus, time to change. You know? <laughs> yeah, I think I saw, I think, I don't know if it was at that place or at a different one. I know I saw it was, it might have been, it might have even been like six ninety nine a bottle or something like that. And, but you could see where, they wrote, they took the pen and, like, made the five into a six, you know, to, to, yeah, to, yeah, to do it. I was, I was like, really, man? It, it's five, you know, five ninety nine or six ninety nine. Does it really matter? I mean, uh, I mean, how many people are coming yeah, in here to buy for, this stuff? I mean, and you're, you're jacking up the price. For everybody listening, we're both from New Jersey. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, the... Um, yeah. Route 46 in New Jersey, which uh, I'm from the same town as the Misfits, the band the Misfits. I live one block from the house all those guys rehearsed in. And Route 46 is right behind where I live. And it was, used to be known as Sin Alley. And kind of it still is. <laughs> it has, I'm sure it has, still has its, has its moments at times. What's weird is uh, the place I'm working at now, uh, their main office is right off Route 46 near that liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> so if I have to go to that main office, you know where I'm stopping. Yeah, you got to stop in there, see, see what they got left over there. I, have, I haven't been back there in a while. I mean, I know I, I told you about it. I know you picked up a few bottles, and I, I did tell uh, another one of my followers reached out and was asking, and I, I told him about the the store this is probably uh, a few months ago at this time and i know he said he was gonna go and check it out but he never got back to me to say if he ever made it over there or not to see if there are any bottles left but i mean it's it's scarce it's few and far between now i mean every once in a while people get lucky and come across you know a bottle of thunderbird or or night train but you know since it's been discontinued you gotta you gotta stock up on what you can find you know, you know, with the NFL season coming up, everybody's got to stock up because chances are you can't really go out and be in an indoor bar. Chances are, I mean, where we live, I know that for a fact. You got to kind of stand in the parking lot, right? Right. You know, so you may as well stock up on some old favorites and have the party at your own house and invite everybody over. So yeah, get good with your uh, your liquor store guys. You know, yeah, definitely. It's always a <clears throat> always a good idea to uh, to make nice with the with the guys over there. You might not get you know any you know. I'm not saying to get nice to get some good deals. Maybe maybe you do, but I mean just to kind of get the in of um, you know what they can get, what they can't get, you know things like that. Because sometimes you know you're looking for something in particular. You know they might special order something for you as well. So you never know. Yep, you just treat people like people. Yeah, yeah, that, and things seem to come around to you. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's a the good, old that's a good theory. Speaking. Yeah, no, that's it's a good theory. You know, you think people would, you know, listen to that, but you know, uh, not 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 so much these days. <laughs> no, no, people just treat other people like shit too much, and I don't. You know, I, I tip people well, I talk to people, I make them feel like, you know what. Their job is important everywhere I go, so that's the crude way. I'm not. I'm not an asshole, you know. 
I may seem like it's a blog, <laughs> but I'm not that fault. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, sometimes, you know, you know, social media might uh, distort things and might give off that aura at times, but, you know, it's just, it's, it's, yeah. it's all, it's all, it's all in good fun, you know? I mean, it's, you know, you... you I'll tell you, and what, what was that old saying? John Cena had hustle, loyalty, and respect. And you know what? He's kind of right. Even though he wore those goofy outfits, <laughs> loyalty and respect, it's all about that yeah. in this world. And for all you youngsters listening to this, believe it. Yeah, definitely. You know, you got <clears throat> to go through go through life following that, that motto there. So if there's one thing you could learn from from John Cena there. <laughs> I don't know if you want to yeah, go around. One want, yeah, I don't know if you want to go around wearing the... Um, the, the different colors of the rainbow and all the different outfits, you know, he would be known to wear. But hey, if you do, then hey, that's that's up to you, man. Go for it, you know. You know? Yeah, and if you're really wearing like jean shorts or jorts, kind of summer, <laughs> yeah. on, uh, you know, you're not you're not seeing that making eight million a year, you know. Right. Yeah. If somebody wants to pay me eight million dollars a year, then yeah, definitely, I'll walk around wearing jorts all day long. I have no problem with that. Exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. That's why Cena did it. So now he's a movie star, so he wins. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, now that you, you took a, you know, you took a little bit of sabbatical for for a few months, and then and you're back. You're back with us here now. Uh, you graced us with your presence last week with the the first new edition. <laughs> Great. Of, hey, hey, the people were people were worried out there. People wanted to know where where's crude, where's the crude experience. You know, people were you know okay. sending messages it's asking. Called, <laughs> it's called experience, crude experience, and you're from New Jersey. I'm from New Jersey. We were shut down by what the third week in March, right? With you know with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't do shit for at least two months. There is no experience when you're sitting at home and you have nothing to do. There's no experience. You know, I can't go out. I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to rely on old stories. So I was like, I got to stop. You know, it, it, that's basically all it was. I mean, it was other things too. But it was like when you can't go out and have a good time, you're not writing. You, you, you're not inspired. You're sitting at home. You're looking at the same walls. So that's what it was, you know. That's, that's all it is. Yeah, just had to take some time to kind of, you know, recharge the batteries, you know, get get back out there. And, and the first, you know, post you came back with, you know, was your trip to to New Orleans. So, you know, what a way to come back with, you know, uh, an actual experience, as you said, <laughs> to get out there and do stuff. Yeah, that was about turning fifty. 50 years old while I was in New Orleans and anybody who gets to that age, I highly recommend going someplace you've never been before because it makes you forget you're turning that age because all you're thinking about is being someplace you've never been before. And for me, going to New Orleans during this pandemic was a risky move. A man who was cool as shit. That place rocks. I, and I really do want to go back in a few months. It doesn't cost much now to get a flight. Uh, just wear a mask and do your thing. You know, that's all I'm going to say. Go to New Orleans. It kicks ass. 
Yeah, definitely. I, I have never been there, but I would definitely like to, uh, you know, make the trip there at some point. Uh, to uh, you will, out. yeah, but, you know, you'll love it. And uh, on, that, on that particular blog, I just want to point out, there was a picture that you put up on the blog that I sent to you of free beer during Saints games. It was Miller Lite was the beer. That they were given away for free at that particular bar, and I asked the bartender about that because I had a little asterisk next to the free beer, and I said, "Okay, what's the stipulation?" Oh, it's only during like the first half. You said it bad, so I'm like, Jesus Christ! You know, what if you're losing it the first half? They're going to want to drink more. He goes, "Yeah, we know that." Okay. Right. And, and was there a limit on how many free? Is it one free beer, or is it as many you, you, oh, you can drink? I did not. I did not inquire, but uh, something I did not send to you, but I took the picture of uh, where uh, where I was seated at the time in that bar, because they were separating people every 10 feet. Uh, there was a cigarette machine next to me that took nickels. Now, <laughs> nickels. And I was cracking up, and I took a picture of it, and... I was like, I haven't seen a cigarette machine in 20 years because in, like, our area, you don't see that. You haven't seen it in a long time. And in New Orleans, it was like a cigarette machine in the bar. And I was like, God damn, I wish people were smoking in here and doing this shit. And it was the real deal. But, you know, we got to do what we got to do. But th that was another thing. I didn't, I didn't put it in the blog, but that was something else that was uh, actually pretty cool about being down there. Um, it, it is for the bum wine crowd, without a doubt. Anybody who can get down there, do it. You will have fun, and don't be an asshole like me and go in the middle of summer where it's like ninety-five yeah. with ninety percent humidity. <laughs> I was dripping sweat, man. I was just walking to breakfast in the morning, dripping sweat. It was like Jesus Christ. And there's nowhere to park in the French Quarter, so don't rent the car. So go, go when it's like cool or you know springtime. That's my advice. Now, did you get to do any uh, any bum wine searching while you were down there? Did you get it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I went to a couple of booth stores, and nobody had anything past like four loco. Okay. Okay. And but uh, what I did find was absinthe. A lot of it like different brands of it. I'm going, holy shit. You know, I'm like, this stuff's like 120 proof. I'm like, you know you're going to get fucked up on one little, like, shot of it. You know, so I bought a little bit of that. And, uh, you know, a lot of the bars were closed. So you have to entertain yourself back in your hotel and then, like, go out. So uh, absinthe, for those who've never had it, it is green, or in at New Orleans, with the selection they have, it is clear some of it. It kicks ass. Wormwood. you got to have wormwood in it. See, they're just substituting, you know. Some people want their bum wine to, to get that drunk, and then the other people want the absinthe and do it that way instead. So it's to, to each their own. They're on to that kick down there. So, uh, hey, okay, why I not? did not, yeah. I didn't go to the bad sections in New Orleans, but where I was in the French Quarter... Uh, I was, uh, you know, I didn't see anything lower rent or lower, or, you know, bottom shelf more than like Fort okay. Loco. So just, you know, for the bum wine crowd, you know, spend a little money, spend, you know. Yeah. 
you're on vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're on vacation. Yeah. You're in new territory, you know, and if maybe if you're feeling adventurous and want to take the trip into the uh, other sections, uh, then... Yeah, I don't recommend that. Yeah, the, the, yeah I got driven by that, but, the, you know, it, it wasn't pretty. It was like, nah. Yeah. It, it take me to the hotel. It was like, nah. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to get out and, and stop in and look around here, you know, it's like, nah, you know, uh, I'll just keep going to where I need to get to, get to some of the bars there, stop at some of the liquor stores and that, and the nice, the nicer areas, get what you need to, and be on your way. Okay, cheap plug for the Uber driver in New Orleans, she was pretty cool, her name is June, and she was cool as shit, and she drove me back to the uh, airport, the day I left. Her name is June. Ask for her in New Orleans. Cool lady. Here's my cheap love. There you go. <laughs> hey, hey, you're doing your part. You know, you're spreading the good word. You know, telling people, you know, about the uh, the experience, as you said, you know, down there. So, well, I knew I knew I was going to write the blog about it, but I didn't. I kind of mentioned her, but I didn't put her name in it. So I, I am now. So speaking of New Orleans, how what do you think about the uh the Saints? I mean, they did have, they had a pretty good run last year. Uh do you think uh they'll be enjoying those free beers down there uh this year or do you think they'll be uh drinking their sorrows? <laughs> I think the Saints uh are going to be one hell of a team to watch this year. Uh do they get to the Super Bowl? Damn, you know, I know you picked them, I think, last yeah. year. I don't know about that. You know what it is? The ex-head coach of the Raiders is their defensive coordinator, and I wouldn't trust him for a second. <laughs> His name is Dennis Allen. That's mm-hmm. that's what's going to kill him. You're, you're going to say, uh, it's not Drew Brees, it, it's not the offense, it's not Gary Payton, it's, <laughs> it's Dennis Allen. And that's how they got burnt last year, so... Uh, they're a fun team to watch. You go to a bar and watch a Saints game, you're having a good time. I mean, even if you got money on them, whatever it is, it's always a shootout. It's always fun to watch. Yeah, I think that's always the uh, one of the uh, one of the top picks for for people. It's always the Saints because it seems like every single year they're always you know in there and they're in the running or it's it's to some last minute fiasco on their part that causes them to to not take it to the next level you know if it wasn't this past year you know then you know the year before with the whole you know missed uh missed tackle you know and the uh the the pass interference call you know or non non call i mean it's it's all that stuff so it's it's like you know could this be the year that the uh the Saints, you know, go there and and Breeze maybe gets that, you know, last ring and then, you know, rides off into the sunset. Because, you know, with him, you can kind of see that's kind of, you know, I could see Breeze being that guy that's kind of just chasing that that last ring. You know, he has one already, but wants that last one and then go out on a high note. Yeah, kind of like Peyton Manning did with the Broncos right. about five yeah. years ago. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, and here's the crude tip of the podcast, you have to go with teams that did not switch coaches nor switch quarterbacks this year. The people 
were the teams that had continuity. Because remember, there are no preseason games to judge upcoming players. So you've got to go with the teams with the most continuity. And the Saints, <laughs> it's been the same quarterback and coach and defense for the past five years. So they're an obvious pick. Uh, even my team, the Raiders, it's pretty much the same coach and quarterback for the past three years. I'm not a huge Derek Carr fan, but they should be pretty good this year. The Jets have the same coach, quarterback, but teams like the Colts. I mean, you have Phillip Rivers going to the Colts of all teams, you know. They're giving them $25 million bucks, but it's the Colts. Uh, he's going into a, a dome, a new system. Don't expect much from the Colts. Um Cam Newton in New England, same thing. Yeah, it's the Patriot way. Don't expect much from Cam. Uh, I mean, they'll get their wins, but they're not going anywhere this year. So you got to look at teams with the continuity with coach and quarterback, and they're probably going to go the furthest this year. Yeah, because, I mean, a lot of these, you know, the big moves in the offseason, it's like, you know, you know, big money, this guy moved here. Like you said, the Rivers deal, you know, Brady, you know, Cam Newton, but like you said, you know, there's no preseason, it's, you know, new offenses, new new teammates, you don't know how everybody's going to react until it's an actual, official, you know, game time, you don't do so much in practice, and without simulating that real game, uh, it's going to be tough for these these players, the, the big money players that move to new teams to try to, you know, strike while the iron's hot and get those big wins. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the difference between great pro players and average pro players is usually speed. And for quarterbacks, it's reading defense's speed. And for defenses, it's just normal running speed. Uh, when you can't determine speeds in the league, you hurt. And a lot of teams with new coaches, new quarterbacks, and new systems are going to hurt this year. So if you're a gambling man, you watch the first two or three weeks of this season, and you're going to see that all come true. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably say, you know, it's probably going to take this year until like at least week four week five, you know, to really know, you know, what the real, you know, I say even maybe even to week six, you know, to figure out what the real, the real deal teams are. Cause I mean, there'll probably be some of those teams every year that start off hot and everybody says, Oh man, look at this team. You know, they're, you know, three and oh, you know, nobody expected it. And then next thing you know, they're three and six and it's like, Oh, well, yeah, that, that didn't work out. <laughs> that didn't work out for them. So I can see this year being it's going to take, you know, like the first six weeks or so for teams to really, you know, get in that rhythm and to know, okay, who's the real deal? Who are the really good teams? And, you know, who's the who's the dud? Yeah, and the NFL is largely about gambling. And gambling also includes fantasy football, Okay. Uh, but real gamblers bet on real games. So if you're really betting on games this year, uh, the first month of the season, definitely go with the most experienced teams. Uh, and I know, like, just sort of like the Raiders' first four games, I got them pretty much at 3-1 and one in my head. 
and doing three and one it is a winning percentage when you're a gambler. That's seven fifty. And <laughs> you're in the money. Yeah, man. Hell yeah, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I'll take it. Yep. So if you're whatever your favorite team is, if it's the Lions, if it's the Bengals, take it every four games just to see. You know, if they can go two and two, you don't want to gamble it. If you think they can go three or one or better, that's your tip. You know, that's your pull the trigger. Download the gambling app and go for it. You only live once. Yeah, and you know, these days might as well, you know, go balls to the wall and uh you know <laughs> just just bet bet it all out this year, see if you can make some big money off the uh the NFL season. Yeah, you may as well bet NFL and not like hockey. You know, I've said that before on this podcast. Yeah, stop betting hockey, you suck. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> The fuck's wrong with yeah, it, it, it's a it's a whole different animal, you know. The uh, I don't know. Just, I mean, something just about NFL betting and and football games compared to any other sport, you know, that that's played, you know, pretty much daily. Uh, well, maybe not so much this year, but under normal circumstances, you know, during the course of their season, you know, it's you know every day there's some sort of games, you know. But I guess for the people that need their, you know, people that need their gambling fix. Then, then yeah, they're stuck, you know, betting on hockey or, or you know, badminton or or something to, to try to make some money. <laughs> oh, I would, I would, if they if they got badminton on FanDuel, I'm all over it for at least one one match. I guess you got to try it once just it's, to see. It's funny. I have a dry cleaner. I bring all my dress shirts to, and all we talk about is FanDuel, which is the gambling app in New Jersey, and. He's always asking me, oh, who do you think this year in the NFL? You were right about the Packers. I'm like, uh, we'll talk next week. Because <laughs> I knew I was doing this podcast, you know, so. Yeah, so so what's the uh, what's the crude Super Bowl prediction for for this year? Who, who, who are you going with? Oh, in the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm going with the Chiefs again and – to be a Raiders fan to say that I don't see them stopping what they got going uh, in the NFC. I gotta go. It, it's not gonna be the 49ers. They they shot their wad pretty much. Um, and I hate saying this too. I think it might be the Cowboys. And oh, I don't wow. know pick a winner wow. in that game. Wow. Uh, the Cowboys have a new coach. No more of that Jason Garrett bullshit. Um, I think for some reason Dak. Zeke, that defense, Jerry, for some reason I think this is their year. I don't know why. And, yes, I am best, you know, I'm, I'm actually really good friends with a guy who's a big Dallas fan. So I'm not just saying that to kiss Dallas. <laughs> or, I don't yeah, no, no, trust me. I, I, I know you wouldn't do it just to, to, to say that. If you, if Crude is predicting it, I know it's the uh, legitimate and what you really – what you really feel, and I think I have to. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying that just for all the Dallas guys who might be like listening to me yeah. saying, "Oh yeah, he's right." Oh, yeah, you know? See, how about no, them Cowboys? Like <laughs> I like I said before. I sit in a bar in East Rutherford where the New York Giants play and watch the Oakland Raiders or the Las Vegas Raiders, and there's always a lot of Cowboy fans in that bar. So Cowboy fans, they're like a virus. They pop up. Anytime, anywhere. 
That, that's true. They are all over the place. I have a good friend of mine who who is a Cowboys fan, you know, as well, and uh, you never know where you'll find them. You know, all all over the place. They're all scattered, all all across the world, pretty much. You wanna, you wanna bring a Cowboy fan down to earth? You show them a picture that's easily accessible on Google of Jerry Jones fondling a young stripper and just show it to him and go, that's your owner. <laughs> and Jerry Jones is what, like 80? Right, right. You know? This is the guy making decisions on your team. Ooh, 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 ooh. you know, they have a million excuses, but it, they got to put it together sooner or later. This is probably it. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's, I'm going to say, you know, time's ticking too much for the, for the Cowboys, but I mean, you, you got to think, you know, you got to start paying these guys. I mean, that's that's the whole, you know, big thing with the Cowboys is, you know, Dak wants the wants the money, and then you know Zeke's going to need the money too. Uh, so it's it's gonna uh, you're gonna have to you know yeah, put up put up or shut up time. Yeah, Dak, he just Jerry will not pay him until he wins a fucking uh, yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah. It's got to be this year. It's like Jesus Christ. You know what does he got to do? You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but I think I think I'm gonna stick with my one of my picks from last year. You you brought it up, and I I think I'm gonna go with the Saints in the uh, the NFC. You know, every every year they they keep getting closer and closer, or they're or they're right there. They're in the championship game. You know, then something always falls apart. But I'm gonna still go with the Saints this year. And then I'm going to be with you as well. I can't really see anybody stopping the uh, the Chiefs again, so I'm going to say the uh, the Saints and the Chiefs in the uh, Super Bowl this year. Yeah, there's really, I mean, I think the Raiders will probably make it to the playoffs, ten and six, but Derek Carr cannot win, and I stress this: cannot win in Kansas City. He has never won there, and he never will. He's not. He's not the guy to do it. So if they can't win in Kansas City, <laughs> Kansas City goes all the way, you know. And there, there you have it. Yeah. So that's the uh, <clears throat> that's the way there. And don't forget for anybody listening, you know, that might not want to uh, spend any money to bet on any games, uh, you can still join the BumwineBob.com NFL Pick'em League. Yeah, it's back again. You know, for for 2020, you know, so you can pick some straight up pick them. There's no point spreads, nothing like that. Just pick who you think is gonna, you know, win the games, um, and you could win some uh, some fun prizes. You know, some some bumwinebob.com yeah. uh, paraphernalia, uh, as, as we say. You know, so it's, it's just a good time. You know, to well, have. <laughs> always, always have your girlfriend or wife make your picks for you, then you'll win. Yeah, so you know, you know, come on down and and join us. I think as of as of now, people are kind of slow this year to to join, but that's because you know of the usual, you know, there's always that last rush at the uh, right before the season starts. I think we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We got eight people so far. I think last year we uh, we had the most. We had I think it might have been close to twenty people. I think we might have had. It was it was a pretty good. Uh, uh, you know, lineup of uh, of players out there. You know, and you always have the usual after the the few that kind of putter out after you know six weeks and stop uh, making their picks. But you know, join us. Come on down. 
get in it for the long haul, and you could be you could earn the bragging rights of being the uh, the bumwinebob.com uh, NFL yeah, pick'em bra- champion. Bragging rights and uh, trying to get that like sixteen and zero week. Yeah, that's big. I always strive for that. It's hard to do, and only like the, the stupidest, like the people who know nothing about football, are the only people who ever do that. Yeah, just picking randomly, saying, "Oh yeah, I like I like their colors. I'm going to pick them." And it's like, "Well, wait, what?" And sometimes it's all it takes. And like I said, when, when you're just picking games straight up, you know, no no point spreads or, or anything. I mean, you have that chance. You know, you got a fifty fifty shot to to pick the winner. So. Uh, yeah, it's always that ditzy girl in the bar who's wearing like an eagle shirt, you know, <laughs> gets the sixteen, and now it's like Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah it's like, huh? So, all right, hey, if, if that's what works for them, then hey, you know, you know, go for it, man. And their boyfriends are like Jesus Christ. How'd you know all that? <laughs> you know, you're like, come on, it's, it's pick them, you know. Yeah, but hey. It, it's something for people to do to, to pass the time, you know, when people are going to be, you know, sitting at home for the most part watching these NFL games taking place in empty stadiums. It's going to be, uh, I wonder if they're going to try to do the, uh, maybe get some uh, NFL Thunderdome action, be like the WWE and, uh, and put some virtual fans in the stands or go the, uh, the baseball route and put some, uh, cardboard cutouts out there. That's exactly what's probably going to happen because what else can they do? I mean, I think I think at the very least uh, 25% capacity, I think, or the very most, yeah. 25% capacity, something like that. And here in uh, in New Jersey, we have uh, MetLife Stadium. That holds 80,000. So you look at 20,000 people in an 80,000 arena uh, stadium. That looks empty anyway. Right. I mean, it's like insane. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see, and to see how the season plays out. If um, if they make it the whole season, I guess that's the other, you know, risk uh, that we have to take into consideration. Saying that, you know, there's always that possibility. I mean, everything else, you know, the other sports that started back up are you know still running now, but uh, it'll be interesting. You know, that's really all you can say. Yeah, 2020 NFL, who knows what's going to happen, and who knows what's going on with the Super Bowl. I mean, the Super Bowl will happen. Everybody will watch it, but who's going to be there? Who knows? Yeah, It's a variable. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be interesting to, to see how the uh, how the 2020 NFL season plays out, but, but hey, at least we are here now to, to break it all down for you with our, our expert analysis here. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 bumwinebob.com uh i guess i guess by default we are the bumwinebob.com nfl experts of the uh of the uh, of the website spell analysis you can't spell analysis without spelling anal <laughs> so football yeah nfl uh what else can you say it's fun it's entertainment without the nfl what do about 65% of guys do on a Sunday during the fall? I don't know. That's just what true, yeah. Yeah, there's really not much else. Talk to your old lady, play with the kids. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's not, there's not much else to, to do, you know. 
Um, but, and that's what it's there for. Yeah, yeah. And, and the one thing that just popped into my head that I meant to ask you about is the return of the return of the of the XFL. Uh, I know, I know. You did a episode of the Crude Tube, breaking down the the purchase of the of the XFL by by the Rocks Group, and now his 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 ex wife is now the the new owner of the league. Uh, when we talked back, you know, in February, you know, right before Super Bowl, we were planning ahead to the upcoming you know return of the XFL which, you know, got cut short halfway through because of the pandemic and everything getting shut down. Vince files bankruptcy. It it goes to, you know, it's going to go to a court hearing, you know, to see who's going to bid for it. Then The Rock and his financial group come in and, and, and buy it. And now we are waiting to see what happens with the XFL 3.0. Yeah, 3.0. Third time, is it a charm? I think it will be because Vince McMahon is not running it because Vince is way past his prime and his mind is shot. Uh, the Rock and his ex-wife running it, it should be a success. Uh, a spring league, it'll probably end up being a farm league and players who are not getting paid too much to play in the XFL are really playing for a legit shot at the NFL because if you notice, a lot of NFL teams have picked up, or not a lot of, a few NFL teams have picked up top XFL players. And that's what, that, that would be the ultimate prize to those guys. Because they're not going to make much in the oh, XFL. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. But to get to the NFL is what they really want. So uh, I think it will be a farm league, and it will be a good farm league this time, third time. Yeah, let's <laughs> see how it plays out this time around, you know. You know, we were, you know, hyping it up. And and it wasn't that bad. This, I mean, at least I personally didn't think the uh, XFL, you know, 2.0 wasn't that bad. Um, I mean, you know, not the greatest games in the world. And you don't know a lot of the players. But, you know, for those first, you know, few weeks, you know, in the springtime, you know, after, you know, NFL's done, you know, before, you know, people, before baseball season starts, anything like that. I mean, it gave, gave something to, you know, kind of watch in passing. It certainly wasn't appointment TV to sit there, you know, on your Saturday and Sunday afternoons to watch the games. But if you were at home, you know, doing stuff, you put it on, watch a little bit. It, it wasn't that bad, at least in my opinion. Yeah, you know, I watched one game and I was eh, it's not bad. Uh it's just the way it, it's just pretty much any anything in life it's the way you present it and nobody did a better promo than the rock and leave it at that yeah yeah so we'll be waiting to see how the xfl comes back if it's going to be this spring now they haven't announced anything yet so we'll be waiting to to hear about that but we have an nfl season to get through first and hopefully you know, we prepared you guys here uh, for whatever it is you might be doing. If you're placing your bets, getting ready for the NFL season to begin. Um, Crude giving you his insight and his wisdom, as he does all the time at bumwinebob.com with the Crude Experience every week and coming on the podcast from time to time to, you know, break down everything else 
in the world. So, so what's 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 next with with Crude? What do we have to uh, to look forward uh, from you now that you're you're back from your sabbatical? <laughs> you're back in the saddle again. Oh, I, I never give hints on the next blog. It comes from wherever I bring it. You know, wherever I take it to, there's never any hints on it. So you'll never know. But the next blog will definitely be the NFL blog. So there, there you have it. So no, I'm not. I'm not giving away. Anything. Uh, hey, 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 that's fine. I tried. I tried. I tried to, you know, get get a little teaser, a little hint out there, but. No, nah, not even Bum One Bob knows what's coming every week. He has no clue what I'm writing. That, that's that's true. That's true. Not until it, it shows up, you know, when it gets ready for that, that, that Tuesday post. You know, every Tuesday, BumWineBob.com, you can find the uh, the crude experience out there. But, but hey, crude, you know, thanks for uh, coming on here. It's always great chatting with you here to, to break down the NFL season and cheap booze uh as always man but yeah definitely you know get those picks in there come and join us in the the bumwinebob.com nfl pick'em league you know the uh the link with the post and the group id password all be up there for you uh you can check it out but but yeah definitely uh be nice to your yeah, i'm, uh, I'm going to be com- yeah, I'm competing in that league this year. You'll see my name in caps like a real asshole. <laughs> like, why? Why is this? Why is this guy yelling? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but hey, man, th- thanks again. It's it's good chatting with you, and uh, we'll be looking forward to seeing what's next for you every week. All right, sounds good. Check out the blog, the Crude Experience, and Crude. On YouTube. There you go. He is Captain Crude. I am Bumwine Bob. And until next time, cheers. <laughs>